Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yes, down here at DJ Kia on uh, Campbell Street, which is very, very exciting indeed. And what I like about this too, Tim, is Kath McCann has rolled in, the new board member for the Tasmania Football Club, and she sat straight in your chair, which <laughs> I think is outstanding. Welcome, Kath. Nice to see you. Oh, nice to see you both, and great to be here. Congratulations. How does it feel to be a part of something so special, the inaugural board of a Tasmanian AFL team, something we've pushed for for, for such a long time? Oh, look, it's an absolute privilege. I feel... Um, slightly overwhelmed actually and the response that we've had this week has just been it just makes it real but also just supports the case around why we have to do this the amount of support from Tasmanians from all over and not just Tasmanians here on the island but um, on the big island and overseas has just been extraordinary. How was the first few days up in Launceston when you got the group together for the first time did you know everyone and and what sort of happened I suppose you went out for dinner and then the next day you had your first official board meeting? Yeah, so we um, we met in Launceston and it was a bit like, um, you know, one of those reality TV shows, I guess. We, <laughs> we turned up and, um, no, we didn't know each other, Painey, so it was um, it was quite an experience and we had dinner together and we um, were taken through a, a session with Jack Rewalt, which was absolutely fantastic and it was probably an indication of the work that he's about to embark on across yeah. Tasmania. Um, and then we had our first board meeting um, bright and early the next morning and, and that was um, terrific and great opportunity to get to know each other but also just get the the land in terms of where we're at and then uh, uh, we went out to um, to the stadium to Utah Stadium and the amount of media there was absolutely surpassed all of our expectations and we had a heap of kids there and you know the young ones that are the future of the sport and um, went on to a media lunch of which of course Brent was at. Um, it's good too wasn't it we it went around fantastic. the room and spoke about what Tassie footy team would mean to us and yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah you, and look the energy. Yeah, we all had to go around yeah, the room and okay. had the microphone. It was great. Obviously last week was very topical on our show was the discussion around the jumper. <laughs> was the map Matt no, mentioned. Uncle Rob was, was there too. Okay. Didn't actually bring that up. But um, what about you, Kath? How, how did the process all take place? Did you have to apply to be on the board? Did you get approached? Just tell us, take us behind the curtain, I suppose, of how you came to be on the board. Yeah, look, um, I was very fortunately approached to have a conversation, but I went through a, quite a rigorous interview process, and um, I think that's been well publicised in terms of the process and the panel that they put together was, you know, fantastic and certainly put us through put us through our measure, if you like. Um, and then we found out it all happened pretty quickly. Um, so found out sort of last week and then at that time didn't have any indication around who the other directors were. Um, and of course that all played out over the last week. Um, but it's one of those opportunities. I, you know, obviously you look at it, you don't expect to get that call and when you do, it's one of those things you just, you can't say no. It's an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, can you take us back a step and, and to the start of that process. So you get a phone call. From there, are you given something to come in and present on in front of uh, the board that was put together? And then where was that and, and how long did it go for? And Yeah, okay, so you got the call and um, asked if there was a, a level of interest. Um, of which I understand there were many people that received that call. 60-odd applicants, I think there was, wasn't yeah, there? there go, yeah, there you go, there you go. And then that was shortlisted. I think they said there were about 20 that mm -hmm. were actually interviewed. So from that call, uh, provide a CV and, you know, those kinds of standard, I guess, application um, procedures. 
Um, and then I had an online interview, which was done, um, well, there were members in the interview panel all over Australia, and as I said, I think it's been pretty well publicised, the people that were on that, including um, Andrew Dillon and Peggy O'Neill, um, Errol, Errol Stewart, Liz Jack, and, and of course, Grant O'Brien. So um, that was a 45-minute process, had a conversation and didn't hear from there, and then, then got the phone call to say, it's looking all right. You're on. Yeah. Thanks. Still with some more approval processes with the AFL and, you know, all the other bits and bobs, but... Yeah, a terrific phone call to receive. Kath McCann is our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast, a new board member with the Tasmanian AFL Club. For those that don't know about you, Kath, you've done so much over your career, Hobart Airport, Tourism Tasmania, Federal Group, currently at Beacon, of course, Beacon Foundation, Bank of Us Director, Chair of the Royal Tasmania Botanical Gardens, uh, Tasmanian Development Board Member, not sure how you got the gig. You haven't done enough, have you? Hockey Tasmania. Hockey Tasmania. Gee whiz. How was that? Get the time. <laughs> You've done a bit, though. You, you must feel like you can add a lot to this position. Yeah, look, I think um, as you progress through your professional journey, as you guys rightly know, you, you want to get yourself in a position where you're doing things that you're really passionate and you really care about. And that's been my journey and the one that I continue to be on. And when this one presented, it, it, it is a culmination. I've got, I do feel really strongly that I've got heaps of skills and experience to contribute, but I also have that passion. And, you know, I've grown up in a footy family. I absolutely love sport of all, all codes. So, and I, I genuinely think Tasmania deserves this. So I just I just can't wait to get going with it. Absolutely. And Jack Rewald already announced. What, what are, I suppose, are the next steps for the club? What are the most yep. crucial appointments that we need to make in the coming months? Yeah, so um, Jack's obviously talked about the fabric work that he'll be undertaking. And I think he's talked about getting into all communities across the state. So it's absolutely terrific to have him here. And he presented to the board this week. And it was fair to say that it was absolutely outstanding. Yep. So can't wait to see that work get underway. And I think he's going to be met with open arms, footy clubs all over the state. It'll be terrific. So that, that'll be the first thing. We'll regroup as a board in October, but there's already, we can imagine, there's correspondence moving around the board around things we have to do. Uh, the number one priority is obviously getting our business plan in, in place. So uh, we've made a commitment to have that done by the end of this calendar year. And that business plan will clearly set a roadmap, I guess, for us in terms of priorities. And one of those ones will be executive recruitment, which I think everyone will be interested in, um, in terms of appointing those key roles. So are those decisions not made yet, but the business planning process over the next couple of months will really shake that out. What about, uh, we had a text from a, a listener before wanting to know when we might see a design for Macquarie Point Stadium and, and, and some, some stuff around that and also the High Performance Centre. I think Grant said the other day that wants some sort of plans in place for yep. the, the new, new year around that. So is that the timeline from your point of view as well? Yeah, so the training administration high performance is key for us in terms of getting that moving and um, we obviously there needs to be a site selected pretty quickly and um, that work really does need to kick off in earnest next calendar year. So that is a high priority for the board and obviously there's a heap of conversations going on around that. As Has there been places shortlisted already? Yeah, perhaps? yeah, there's been some discussion about those and, and quite a bit of discussion in the media over the last few weeks around, you know, councils and preferences, but there's certainly no decision made yeah. at this point. Were some of those around the mark? We haven't actually had a detailed discussion as a yep. board yet, but we will over the coming weeks. But I think it's fair to say there's pros and cons of all of them. Yep. So, But it, it is so important to get that facility right, as you know, Tim, for athletes and attracting the right and athletes. And so we want the High Performance Centre ready by what sort of date? Yeah, look, so that needs to also be worked through. The timelines with the AFL will come off the back of the business plan, but it is a key piece of infrastructure that needs to happen imminently. So I think if my, uh, my expectation is correct, it'll be 2025 right. um, that we need to see that that building actually complete. And at first that'll be used by the VFL team, yeah. Devils, and, and 
at some stage do the underage programs integrate through that club as well? Yeah, so the, the timelines on VFL, you know, AFLW, VFLW, all of those decisions still are not set in concrete. So as I said, the business plan will allow us to have those conversations with the AFL to get the, the chronology, if you like, all planned out. So I know there's a lot of um, enthusiasm about those decisions and, and those timeframes. It's just going to be a little bit of wait and see as we work through that. But we know the expectation of the community is to get that sorted. I think there was some talk during the week that we might see an AFLW team first. I think that was going to be secondary uh, to start with and coming after the men's team, but is there a chance that might happen first? Oh, look, I think all, all timelines, all bets are on, if you like, in terms of what happens, and the business plan will obviously play a key role in that. But um, there's no doubt um, we see a massive opportunity with this club, with our women and our men coming online at the same time. And when I say same time as the club, we're terribly excited about what that opportunity does in terms of the culture of this club. And for the kids out there leading into Christmas, the chairman touched on the news the other night that yeah. there will be some gear um, from the Tassie Devils or the Tassie football team coming out before Christmas. So that's exciting for kids. And, and where will they be able to get that from? Yeah, so um, the first thing I'd say is if you haven't already, sign up to be a believer. So it's Believe Tasmanian. You know, get online and sign up because the merch that comes through before Christmas will be of the believers, yep. um, if you like, theme. Um, so, so that's where you'll get the information on that. And I'd encourage everyone to do that. Over 100,000 sign up already, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. And that's where we can keep people up to, date, up to date in terms of what's happening. In terms of actually, I think it's come up, the colours, the theme song, the, the, the actual, you know, the name of the club, that won't be until the start of next, next footy season. So the merch that you'll see before Christmas will be Believers, uh, but there'll be more to follow in the new year. Yeah, and then a lot of work, as you said, there's 100,000 Believers to transfer them into Tasmania Football Club absolutely. members. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on the brand, Kath? Uh, Tim's pretty passionate <laughs> yeah. about not using the map all regularly, the yeah. occasionally. Do you have a preference? Do we start fresh like the Jack Jumpers did, or do we try and hose down on that uh, tradition that we've got with the map, etc.? It's a really interesting conversation, and um, I'm actually quite interested. Jack's obviously going to go around and talk to Tasmanians, and I'm, I'm of the firm belief, firm belief that we want Tasmanians to have a say in what that looks like. Um, I think it, it is really, really important that whatever we come up with is something that we're all proud of and that represents all of us in a way that we can see, obviously, ultimately, a, a club that is successful, not just on the field, but how it brings Tasmanians together off the field. What about uh, the board itself? How often do you expect to meet? Yeah, look, I think the, um, the amount of work that's required early is going to be... There's a fair bit, fair bit to do, and uh, Grant O'Brien's just done a power of work, and, and James Henderson particularly, and the guys that have been involved in the task force up until now. So there is an opportunity, hopefully, for us to share the load a bit and get some of that work moving. Um, in terms of now, between now and up to Christmas, it'll definitely be monthly board meetings, but probably more regular in terms of the interactions, and then we'll, we'll sort of stop and settle and work out what the, the pattern or the routine will look like next year. But I think what I would say is seeing the, the other eight directors around that table and the amount of passion and enthusiasm they've got for this project, that I, I just can't imagine that everyone's not going to go above and beyond to do whatever they can to, to get this club moving. Yeah, absolutely. And a few of the, the directors are on the mainland, so do we, are we expecting to meet face-to-face -face once a month? or we, you know, since COVID, we've seen Zooms yeah. and Microsoft Teams and all that stuff, preferably face-to-face. -face, Absolutely. Though. And I think, I mean, you can just tell by the energy in the room this week and being the amount of enthusiasm and passion, you, you get face-to-face -face and just you can feel that yeah. energy lift. So I think that would always be the preference. But, of course, as we've got stuff to do in between board meetings, no doubt there'll be a need for, for online and those kinds of conversations as well. Before we let you go, we know you're passionate about hockey. You've got the grand finals this weekend yeah. in the Premier League, which is exciting. You've got big Oscar over there who's going to be... He's in the building. Taking 
interesting part. Uh, future cook. I don't want to put too much pressure on the great man, but they're saying future Kookaburra pony about Oscar. So. Big weekend of hockey, though. Just run us through the grand finals quickly. Yeah, look, um, it's been a massive year for Tassie, for hockey, and um, no doubt the success of the Tasmania Under-18 boys winning the Nationals has been massive. But, you know, we get to Premier League grand final weekend and it's it's always a brilliant weekend. Usually rains and gets a bit windy, which always adds to the <laughs> it atmosphere. Tonight, yeah. doesn't it? Does it start tonight, the grand finals? Uh, like we've had grand finals all week with the juniors. Yeah, yeah. And, in fact, I can't I can't not mention my husband playing in the third grade men <laughs> grand final tomorrow morning as well, 10.45. And he'll tell me that'll be a of the day, but um, yeah, no, we've got the women um, coming out at 145. Um, Northwest grads are taking on the Diamondbacks, and um, a lot of the women that will be out there playing tomorrow are in the Tassie Tigers squad who are about to take off for Hockey One. So, um, expecting a really good, tight tussle there. I think the the Diamondbacks girls have, have been a long time between between chocolates, if you like, in terms of premiership opportunities. I think it was 2003 for them, but expecting a tight tussle. Northwest grads for me. You going the grads? Yeah. yeah Got an yeah. employee down at the gym, BFT, oh, Rachel yeah. Hedgeman, who's R- playing. Right, so. okay, yeah. Diamondbacks was first through, though, weren't they? Diamondbacks were first through, Pressure. yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. And Diamondbacks got a fairly new group, a lot of young ones in there, but um, yeah, it's, I, I expect that'll be a super game. And then That'll be followed up at 3.30 with the men's when we've got um, university also taking on the grads. And hopefully we'll have Eddie Ockenden in the house this weekend. Of course, he's grads. That's his his club. Um, and, look, um, uni have fought, fought through. They've done it the hard way. But um, to get through, it went to shootouts. So I you can only expect it's going to be a great game out there. And I'd encourage anyone, you know, get to any finals, any code across the state this weekend because there's nothing quite like final sport. Yeah, I was about to say, no better time of year is there with no. local local sport finals. It's awesome. Kath, congratulations on becoming a board member Thank with you. the Tasmanian AFL Club. It's really exciting. Appreciate you being here with us this morning at uh, Kia. Thanks, and thanks for you guys. Your ongoing support's awesome. Thanks very thanks, much. Kath. Kath McCann joining us here at Kia this morning. We're off to a break. On the other side of it, we're going to look at basketball with Majuk Deng from the Jack Jumpers. He's next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast.